This is Counsel for Life, a podcast engaging conversations about mental health and the Christian life with licensed biblical counselors Beth Broom and Eliza Huey. Welcome back to Counsel for Life. I'm your host, Beth Broom, alongside Eliza Huey. Hello, Eliza. How are you doing today? Hi, Beth. I'm doing well. It's great to see you again. I so enjoy our conversations here. It's great to to, uh, to get to connect with you on lots of important subjects. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. We are so excited and thank you listeners for being with us. Hopefully you've enjoyed these last four. We're now on our fifth episode. It's kind of amazing. It's really fun and getting some momentum here. So, um, hopefully this will be a really helpful topic for you today. Today, we are going to talk about depression and this is another heavy subject. Last week we talked about suicide and suicide prevention. So if you didn't catch that episode, we encourage you to go back and listen to that. But we are going to talk today about depression and about what are some of the top key things that we might want to remember in uh, the topic of depression. And obviously we can't cover everything here. These are short episodes, but we want to at least give you some things to think about and, uh, and, and pray about and maybe talk with friends about. And so Eliza, I would love for you to start us out today by just kind of giving us a definition of depression. What is depression? And honestly, it's such a buzzword in our culture Mm -hmm. that I think we need some clarity there. Yeah, it is a buzzword. In fact, people kind of throw it out there pretty, uh, flippantly sometimes, you know, you just kind of be like, ah, oh, this, that, that movie so depressed me or something. And maybe it did, but there, it is actually a heavier thing than just something we kind of throw out. In fact, um, I think one of the latest numbers I saw said over 300 million people worldwide suffer from a regular sense of feeling depressed or depression. Um, so it's not, uncommon. First of all, it's, it is very common, but one thing I think is important for us to know is what is it? Because it is different than just normal grief and sadness. So we're not talking about that today. Like life hits us and there's difficult things that we face and that makes us sad. And it should make us sad when we see treacherous things happening or, or we experience difficult times in our life it's appropriate to be sad even for a season or to deal with the grief of whatever the circumstance is. But that's not what we're talking about today. So we're actually talking about um, something that is a little bit more, uh, that's deeper. So we're talking about depression as a deep pain that somebody lives with day to day. And sometimes it's even debilitating. Um, It is important to know, because last week we talked about suicide, it is important to know that a person who is depressed is not always suicidal. So that's that's key to know, because sometimes people think, oh, they're depressed, they're probably going to kill themselves. No, or they're thinking about killing themselves, not necessarily. Now, it can be connected, and depressed people can have suicidal thoughts, but it doesn't mean that it's always the case. So that's one thing to keep in mind, but it is this deeper, longer, more lasting feeling of, of a downturn mood. In fact, um, most of the listeners know both Beth and I are, are clinically trained as well. And you might've heard the term clinical depression. So let me just talk a little bit about what that is. Um, Clinical depression is going to be 
diagnosed by either a doctor or a psychiatrist or some kind of general practitioner. And it basically means that they have met the markers for this specific diagnosis, which includes things like um, a depressed mood most of the day or nearly every day. It can include diminished interest in or um, diminished pleasure in activities that they normally would have enjoyed. Um, it can have physical symptoms like weight loss, weight gain, which will often correspond with loss of appetite or increased appetite. Oftentimes when people are depressed, they can turn to food for emotional relief. Um, but it can also include um, other physical symptoms like uh, just a noticeable loss of energy or feeling fatigued, or uh, here's one that I think is really common that people don't realize is a connection is the inability to concentrate. So depression includes a lot of these different things, clinical depression specifically, and it will include excessive feelings of like worthlessness or inappropriate guilt. Um, and it can include sometimes thoughts of death without a specific plan to commit suicide, um, though sometimes that can be corresponding with it. So that's that's what I would say is a, a good general idea of what we're talking about today. Anything else you would add, Beth, on, on just what the definition is or what specifically it looks wow. like? I think you covered it beautifully. Yeah, that's really, really helpful. And it's helpful to note that we can have feelings that are low, feelings of what we might call depression, without being in a state of depression that is continual. Um, so that's, yeah, that's super helpful. Will you talk a little bit uh, just about what are some things that we should know related to depression? Because I think that this has definitely been my experience. It, I think it probably has been yours as well, that in, in the church or in Christian settings, depression has sometimes been labeled in certain ways that can be really shaming to people who are struggling in these ways. And so will you talk a little bit about that as, um, as believers, what do we know about God in the midst of depression? What do we, what do we want to believe about our, our own identity as Christians who might be struggling with these things? I know that's a big topic, but we'll at least try to hit on a few things. What do you think? Yeah. Um, the first thing I would say, first and foremost, is that God cares about your suffering. A depressed person needs to know that, needs to hear that from other believers, that God cares about their suffering, that their pain matters, uh, that God isn't looking down on them and kind of just like shaking his finger saying like, well, when are you going to get better? I hope you get better soon. But instead they need to hear that he loves them, that, that he grieves with them and that he cares that they are hurting. And Honestly, how you share those things is also important as much as the words that you share. So, so sharing them with the tone of sympathy, um, that he loves you, he grieves with you, he cares that you're hurting is, is really important. So that's the first thing I would say is that um, God cares for your suffering. Um, another thing I would say is that your thoughts are never too dark for God. Mm. That's, yeah, that's really important. Your thoughts are never too dark for God, no matter really what you're thinking. And this really, we see in the Psalms, like you can pour out your heart to God. So that includes things like thoughts of death, feelings of hopelessness, questions, doubts. God wants to hear them all. He wants to hear your whole heart. And uh, we have pictures of that in the Bible, right? The Psalms are filled with that. 
Absolutely. That's so, so beautiful. And even, you know, thinking about uh, a verse that I love is Hebrews 4, 16, that we get to enter into the throne room of grace. Like this is the sacred space with the Lord where we get to come in and ask for what we need and say, what is hurting. And that is how we receive mercy and help in our time of need. And so he is right in front of us. He's so ready, like a, like a perfect father or a perfect friend. This Mm -hmm. is, this is the God that, that we love. He, he is so near to us in our suffering. He wants to hear our, our thoughts, no matter how dark they are. So thank you. That's, that's so helpful. He cares about our suffering. He wants to know what we're experiencing. He wants to, he already knows, but he wants to be in it with us. What are anything else that you, that you think of related to this? Yeah. So I would say another thing to tell people or that people who are depressed need to hear is that it's really important. So if you're, if you're driving or if you're doing something else, pause for a minute and just hear this. Depression does not equal a lack of faith. And a depressed person needs to hear that, that depression happens for all sorts of reasons. Um, various reasons can cause that. And, it, and that is an important thing to, you know, make sure that if you go to a doctor to, they look at lots of different things that are going on inside of our bodies that can sometimes cause depression, but it doesn't equal a lack of faith all the time. Like it, it certainly, there can be struggles in our faith and that can be discouraging for us. But if we group depression as that now equals a person who lacks faith, we actually do more harm. And I will tell you, I've talked with many depressed people, many of them who are actually right with God spiritually and lean on him and yet still depressed. And so let me just pause and say to the helper or to the friend or even to the church group leader, like, this is really important. We don't want to assume sin is the cause for everyone who's depressed. Um, Remember, it's a complex issue. So approaching uh, depression as equal to a lack of faith actually adds additional burden to the one who's already suffering. So that's, that's something that I feel pretty strongly about. You might be able to tell by the way that I paused. And, and I'm so glad you do. I feel the same. And I, you know, you and I have both experienced people sitting in front of us who not only are they struggling with depression, but now they're also struggling with this incredible wound that they've received from even well-meaning people who in trying to pull someone along are pulling so hard that they're, you know, it's causing pain and woundedness. And so, yes, that's, that's so, so important and so helpful. And just to recognize that, man, I would hope, I hope and pray that my faith is deeper than what I'm experiencing day in and day out. Even if it's deep, deep, deep pain, deep darkness, I, I want my faith. Our faith ought to be the ground under our feet Uh, And that is, you know, talking about Jesus being the anchor of our soul. It's an anchor for us in the middle of storms. And so uh, that, that, man, that is so helpful. I'm so glad you said that. That's really encouraging. I hope our listeners really hear that. Even just rewind and listen to that part again. So, so important for us to hear. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, Yeah. Let me just share a couple more things. So how about this? This is just kind of another um, thought that came to my mind is you're not a burden. 
In fact, you are needed. You're needed in your family. You're needed in your, your circle of friends. You're needed in your community. You're needed in your church. You are a needed entity in the body of Christ that we need you. And, and that can be such a helpful thing for somebody to hear because they're probably not going to believe it because their thoughts have told them a whole lot of the opposite. So just to hear like, you're not a burden. In fact, suffering people help us to understand suffering ourselves, but it also helps us to understand what it means to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And so um, just reiterating that to people, you're not a burden. And then the last thing I'll just say is you're not alone and it might feel like it. And if you're listening to this podcast and you are somebody who has struggled with depression, you are not alone. I started out with a statistic of like 300 million people worldwide struggle with this. So you're not alone in the numbers, but you're not alone as a believer, as a child of God, as part of the body of Christ. And even if it feels like it, um, let yourself hear this truth that nobody understands your pain like God does. He understands, he cares for you. He, 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 he loves you and he wants you to pour out your heart to him um, because you're not alone in this. God is with you. You belong to Christ. You are his, and he's placed you in people's lives specifically on, on purpose. So there's intention in that. And we want, we really want people to hear that, that you're not alone. So just to kind of repeat um, all the things, just, if you're just joining us, here's just what is it? One, two, three, four, five things that we've shared that people who are dealing with depression really need to hear. God cares about your sufferings. Your thoughts are never too dark for God. Depression does not equal a lack of faith. You're not a burden and you're not alone. Anything else you want to add, Beth? Mm, so good. So wonderful. I do know that because this is such a prevalent thing, it's something that I think a lot of people even listening today, maybe you, you may think, oh, I, I want to learn more about this. Maybe, maybe you have a friend who's really struggling in these ways and you want to walk compassionately and graciously with them. Maybe it's you and you're, you're thinking about wanting to lean in towards healing and, and hope. And so we're, we're going to put some information in the show notes of, of just other ways that you can find more information, things that you can read websites, you can visit just a couple of, of links there for you. If you want more information and, you know, just as we said last week, please don't, please don't struggle alone. You're, you're meant to walk with others. You're meant to walk with God. And no matter how hard it is to take that risk, it is worth the risk to seek out someone who seems caring and faithful and who seems to be someone who will be gracious and compassionate. This is, this is a really important aspect of our faith. We're never meant to be alone in these struggles. And so, man, thank you so much, Eliza, for sharing all that. Thank you for just your wisdom and the kindness with which you talk about this subject. That's that can potentially be so heavy. I wonder if you could share with us, you know, we all, you know, we're not all clinically depressed, but we all experience low, low points. And this is a common human experience, right? It's part mm -hmm. of being human to have low lows and high highs. And, and so um, I'm not going to ask you to share what is a, a low for you, but I would love to know, is there anything that you is kind of a go-to for you, something that it helps you to kind of lift your eyes and to 
to see the good, to see the Lord even, and, and enjoy life whenever things are really dark and difficult. Is there anything you can think about and point to share with us? Mm, Yeah, there's several things I, I probably use on a regular basis just to kind of keep my thoughts and my heart aligned with the Lord. But actually, actually, let me share with you something that happened just this morning. So this is like super, like this fresh planned. Yes. Fresh, fresh. Um, I use the Uversion app on my phone and they have a section on there. That's like the, it's like guided prayer. And I have found that to be so incredibly helpful. And so I was using that as I normally do. And today I'm going to read to you because I actually took a picture of it. I'm going to read to you the short little prayer that, um, I was praying and I had my music going on in the background and it was just on a random shuffle, um, on my, whatever my Google home or whatever it is. (laughs) Um, and as I was reading this prayer, the song by, I think it's Tasha Cobbs called, you know, my name, which I'm not a singer. So I'm just going to hope that the listeners know that song. You know, my name, she just sings about how God knows us, but this was the prayer that came up as I was, as I was reading this, the song was playing, but i just want to read it to you and maybe it will be encouraging to other people. It's so encouraged my heart. So this is what it said. It said, God, thank you for being a source of strength in time of trouble. You comfort and protect me when I feel overwhelmed or insecure. Thank you for choosing to go through life with me. No matter what I face, I am never alone. And today I choose to remind myself of this in Jesus name. Amen. That just encouraged my soul. And then to hear that song come on, the Lord just does those little whispers of love to us sometimes where it just all comes together and it did for me. So that was just one moment in my, uh, in my world that I found felt very encouraged by the Lord. Amen. So helpful. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And just saying it out loud, even reading that prayer out loud is so powerful to, to say the words, I am not alone is huge. And so Man, you've spoken that over us today. And my prayer, our prayer is that you, the listener, will receive that into your heart and believe it. And that where you're struggling to believe it, you will just let yourself notice that and be curious and move towards um, the the help and, and kindness of other people who love the Lord. So thank you so much for listening today. We are so glad to have you as our listeners. And we hope you will join us again next week. Next week, we are going to talk about another tough topic, but it relates to all of this. And that topic is shame. So we hope you'll join us next week. We are so excited to continue this journey with you. And we hope you have an incredible day. Thanks for listening to Counsel for Life with Beth Broom and Eliza Huey. If you've been enjoying the podcast, please be sure to rate, share, and subscribe. And for more information, visit counselforlifepodcast.com.